Hey everyone, it's me, Andy. And I'm Sean. And this is the Commander's Brew. This week, Vadrock Artifact Voltron. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's episode 247 of the Commander's Brew. Uh, we're here uh, diving uh, deep into some Ikoria commander uh, stuff. Uh, again, we're right in the middle of... We're, we're back to being like in preview season? Did you see... I don't know. Do you see the stuff that's coming out? Double Masters? Double Masters was just announced and what? doubling seasons in it and Fetchlands are not in it. That's what we know. Here's my face about that. And since none of you can um, see my face, it was uh, confused and uh, kind of screwed up and weird. Yeah. Like even I the mean, YouTube people, they're not listening to this. This part is this part only goes on the audio show. So, you know, just right. wanted to clarify there for you. Right. I like I'm sure being stuck inside has a lot to do with it. But like and so I'm touching less magic cards these days. I'm like going to magic nights less i feel like i'm playing less magic but i'm playing a ton of arena so it's not like that's true right but i feel like i haven't even i haven't even like didn't akoria just come out for sale for real like a week ago yes like you couldn't buy you couldn't get your hands on actual cards until like just now like last weekend <laughs> yeah, and we're already right. getting the like like we're already getting previews for another set but we're just cracking packs now yeah it's it's a lot you know it's we talked about this like back when they discussed or started talking about all this uh all the additional commander stuff we're apparently getting this year like we kinda... i mean it's good bring hey, the price down right hey man yeah exactly reprint stuff into the ground i love it um i just i just can't keep up with all the like there's new packs every day there sure are and i don't like it's just passing me by like <clears throat> and again like you said possibly because of the uh the old coronavirus but um uh, secret packs <laughs> mystery <laughs> booster secret packs i this time i again fully accidentally just called it secret packs yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I think I did. I talk about this on a podcast already. You did. You yeah, did. I call it secret packs by accident. Uh, secret packs is way more fun. Um, I miss secret packs altogether. Yeah, <laughs> like I never. We never got to do anything with secret packs, although we were going to. And then yeah, the virus hit. But that's a bummer. Um, but like, still, it feels. It still felt felt like that was something that was happening. You know, um, at GPS and stuff, and I just never caught wind of that at all we know the interesting thing is like i listen to a lot of magic podcasts but not only commander i really love draft as well mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i listen to some draft podcasts and I, I think the 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 fundamental difference i mean besides different formats like a like a draft podcast and a commander podcast are just different formats but even on top of that draft is like competitive and a lot of the discussion is around strategies and like what is working and how to achieve them but in commander we just kind of like talk about ideas and fun decks and like they don't all have to be like you don't have to do a decks when a is out and when a right. rotates when the new sets out you don't have to 
abandon them. Mm-hmm. So so they they live in different time frames. Yeah. So I don't. So, so in a way, I get really deep on Akoria from a draft point of view. And we're brewing a few decks about it, so I'm mm-hmm. getting fairly deep on a commander view. But but I'm not like, yeah, new sets will go by. I'm like, oh, okay, I don't really, like, we've got, like, I measure these in at times of episodes. Like, I think, there isn't going to be many Ikoria episodes before yeah. Double Masters comes out. It's like, what, are we going to do Double Masters episodes then? I doubt then, it, I mean, right? Like, there's probably not. It's just... But still, like I know you, I know what you mean. I think it feels like when um, uh, Throne of Eldraine was out. Like, did we, we did some, we did one or two episodes with commanders from with from Eldraine, but it felt like we didn't really go super deep on that as a set. Um, as You're much as I right. Still thought it was an okay set and everything. I didn't really have anything against it. Well, because they didn't have a lot of commanders. Yeah, maybe that was it. Yeah, that was, weren't that, that weren't mono color. True. Yeah, it was really mono heavy. Maybe that was it. Yeah, maybe that was the knock on it. But hey, you know. So if there's <clears> new <throat> commanders and if there's new commanders, we'll probably do one or two. Well, we're seeing. Some we'll have to do a set right? review. We know already for sure we're getting that. Uh, um, we're getting the reprint of old. Uh, what's her face there? The non-red four color. What's her name? I'm the worst. Non-red four color. Oh, Atraxa. Atraxa. Thank okay. You. Okay. <laughs> How do I not remember Atraxa? Uh, so we're getting that. Pre- we're getting that reprinted. Great. We're also getting Kalia reprinted. Great, great. Um, into like a normal set. So like that's all. That's all positive stuff, right? And Mana Crypt for that matter. I mean, sure. Great. I mean, it's a master great. set, but still. Keep doing it. Yeah. Keep doing it. Great. Exactly. Very, very exciting stuff. But you know, um, it's it, it can be a lot to keep track of. Uh, but I I do feel like what you were. Um, but you're kind of talking about there for a second, but is, is going to lead into uh, into this episode a bit. So I'll just let us get our business out of the way first, I guess. Okay, let's do the business. It's part of the show where we thank everybody for listening. Here goes. Thank you for listening. Uh, thank you for <laughs> listening. And uh, of course, uh, if you if you do any like little likes or reviews, that boosts us at all. Signal boosting in that sense. Oh, I right? want to tell everyone we have nine, 9.2K subscribers on youtube and uh if you've been listening lately you know that the, our push is to try and reach that big milestone of 10k so we're we are showing improvement we've we've improved uh, uh quite a bit since we started this so keep it coming yeah uh, like sean's saying share it out uh if you haven't yet just pop over to youtube and and hit subscribe if you haven't done it yet even if you're not even really paying attention to youtube it just it helps us the a lot key- the key points when telling friends about the Commander's Brew podcast is we are hilarious, <laughs> casual, and kind of budget. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, we do, I, th- I think we count as budget, although we're not quite as hardcore budget as we used to be. And by that, yeah, we but, mean, I mean we we're still, still not we're still not spending like we're still not spending more than ten bucks on a card. Creative That's, brews, yeah, but hel- hilarious jokes. Oh, just an interview and good looking. And Good looking, smart as a whip. Sometimes a cat or a baby shows yes, up. Yes, cats and babies so are on cute. our show. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, great. Recipes. Thank you for listening. Recipes, Sean. Don't forget. It's true. It's Hot true. pineapple Recipes. soup. Hot pineapple soup. Um, hard rice and broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> failed, <laughs> failed rice. Which I would like to say thank you to everyone who posted back to that and talked about what like Andy uh, Bentley friend buddy of the show 
sent us a message. I think it was on, I think it was in our Discord. Yeah. Yeah. He, he like said all the stuff he would do with the ingredients for that chopped challenge. It was. And it was great. Like, it was it way was better great. than what I, what I was planning on doing. Um, but, and, but, and a couple other people talked about how, uh, you know, what you have to do with that rice. It's like, okay, now I know. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you. Uh, some of you went go like go to patreon.com and you donate some cash. Uh, that helps us out immensely. Uh, we can just grow the show that way with you know technical stuff and behind the scenes costs. That's amazing. Thank you for doing that. Some of you also, if you want to buy some cards that we talk about, you can go to our affiliate link through TCG Player that's going to be in every show notes in some form or another. Uh, Just click through that link. Whatever cards you want to browse and buy, whether it's a new set or from our deck, we get a little slice of that as well. If you're in Canada, we got a super great deal for you. We can actually get you a discount on your Magic cards. So you're going to go to the Wizard Tower, you're going to put in our newly updated coupon code, which we will hear about in the ad now. We're proud Canadian podcasters, and we're proud to be sponsored by the Wizard's Tower, wizardtower.com, one of Canada's premier card stores. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code, BREWICORIA, to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free, as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. See you there. Uh, okay, well, what do you say we roll into the uh, um, interview today? That sounds great, except my uh, Fitbit app is going. I need to go plank for a bit. <laughs> okay, wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah, but sorry. It's uh, it's always nice to have you here for the interviews, but it's too bad that you I know. have to go. Yeah, I've been sitting too long. Gotta gotta obey the Fitbit. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, um, I mean, you have the contact info for the person we're interviewing. Can you yes. just at least tell us who it is first? Uh, I, all I know is that they're an imp from the underworld. Oh wow. Okay. Well, um, I'll be on the lookout for a call from an imp from the underworld. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. See you later. Yeah. See ya. Hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, it's our commander interview for uh, this week. Um, very special guest here today. I want you all to uh, 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 welcome him to the show. Uh, first time ever uh, being on um, this podcast. I want to uh, say welcome to the uh, one one devil. You're a one one devil. Welcome. How's it going? Thank you. Don't forget that if I die, I'll do one damage to any target. Ooh, that's right. Yes. And if my boss Tybalt is around, nobody can gain life. Ooh, <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. Um, so one one devil. Uh, we haven't seen any devils, I think, for the last few sets. So I just kind of wanted to reach out to you and just. Just see what you've been up to. Just sort of a check-in. Yes, thank you for having me. I want to raise awareness of little one-one devils causing mischief and troubles. And thank you for having me on the show. It was a bit short notice. I have not had supper yet. Mm. Do you mind if I have a snack while we do the interview? Oh, uh... No, no, no. That's fine. It's um, right. usually it's not good to eat on a podcast because the mic is so close. I learned that firsthand. But uh, just don't 
try not to chew too hard, too loud into it. But that. But well, I'm a devil, so maybe I like doing things I'm not supposed to. Yeah, you know that's one thing I was going to mention actually is that you seem uh, really very polite. Um, it seems like maybe you've had like a, a nice, a good upbringing. Maybe. Well, I'm a representative of my entire group, so I want to just put a make a good impression, you know? The devil you know, they say. Right, mm. right. Well, I guess now, <laughs> technically, for me, you are the devil I know. Ah, excellent. So, and I'm just going to take a bite of this snack now. Sure, yeah, yeah, second. yeah. Sure. Are you going to tell oh, me? Oh, 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 so spicy. Oh, oh. Oh. <coughs> oh my god. Are you okay? Oh. Yes. Yes, delicious. Delicious. Is that food from hell? Hell spice. Ooh. Snacks. A little bit of cheese, Ooh. a lot of crunch, and a lot of spice. Yeah. No mortal can eat these. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. What do you what, oh, do you, what do you call the those? great the great demon Chester's the d- <laughs> d- demonic lord who creates these ah formerly a cheetah yeah. while he was alive Wait but now is doomed to a life of immortal servitude while wearing cool sunglasses okay hang on one sec <laughs> hang on are are you just eating flaming hot cheetos like what is what is what's going on here you've heard of them the most dangerous snack in all of the multiverse yeah of course i've heard of them i got them at the there's i got them at the corner store around from my house there 99 cents a bag actually they got them at the dollar store you get them for 50 cents a bag but they're the smaller bags you know the little ones not the Halloween size, but just kind of the weird in-between size that you don't see anywhere else ever except for a dollar store. Okay, you'll have to forgive me. Maybe it's the ringing in my ears from the extreme spice I just have been eating, but mm-hmm. these cannot be the same things. The things I am eating were created in hell, and they're so spicy, no mortal could survive eating them. They're so hot even for me. Well, Look, at I'm a devil, and they're yeah. this hot for me. But what does it say on the bag, then? I don't know. Maybe they are some kind of special hell Cheeto. I don't know. What are they called? It's flaming Hot Cheetos. So Chester they are, Cheetah. So they're Chester just Cheetos on the front. So they're just chest, they're just flaming hot flaming hot Cheetos. They're not just they're not just flaming hot Cheetos. Well, they I mean, are flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, they're pretty hot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The irony is, this is the only thing we can eat in hell, but it hurts us to eat them. That is punishment, though. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> if the only thing I could eat was flaming hot Cheetos, that would be pretty hellish. It's so hot. Just have a glass of milk, man. Can you have milk in hell? Milk? Yeah. Milk? Honestly, if milk Such was the only drink in hell, that would also make sense to me. <laughs> the only drink in hell is Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's pretty diet, good. Diet cherry Dr. Pepper. Black cherry Dr. Pepper. Diet cherry oh, diet Dr. Cherry. Pepper. And it's flat. Oh, yeah. That's pretty bad. <laughs> So, uh, one one devil. I gotta say, I like you said. Yeah. I kind of would expect a devil to be like you. You you sit and like 
like you know deal in fire why is what's going on here oh 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 sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry take i need these are so hot what's going on you're the whitest devil i've ever met what's going on uh listen I don't know <laughs> what you're trying to insinuate, but these, we certainly mustn't be talking about the same things. These would, if you were to eat, I wish we were in the same room, because I would not need to die to do one point. What do you think you are? One, one? Zero, uh, one, maybe? I guess I'm probably a one, one. I'd, so if I, if I died, I could send that one damage to you and also kill you, but I don't need to. I could give you a flaming Hot Cheeto and you would die. I don't think so, man. I've had those before. You've had these? I've had those. The I red don't ones. Believe they're, you. they're gross, but they're Yes, the they're red. Just, you know, they're hot and everything, but they're not that bad. They're flaming hot and they are very bad. Okay, well what 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 do you <laughs> they are very bad? Just have something else. There isn't there there's nothing else up from hell. This is the point of it. I thought it's crappy well, to be a devil. Okay, well I'm sorry. I guess I, I misunderstood there because I thought like um when Tybalt kind of gets uh, summoned to a plane and yes. he, he creates the devils, I thought you guys go with him and you're on other planes and stuff. Like, have you ever had any other food or have you are you, have you eaten hell food your entire life? I, I drank a puddle once and there was something hard in it. Oof, a puddle. I drank a puddle. <laughs> what was the hard thing? Do you know? Did you find out ever? Don't know. Didn't spit it out. Just <laughs> gobble, gobbled it down. It was It was like, it wasn't hard like a rock okay but it wasn't chewy like a gummy it was sort of like firm <coughs> would you say it was like a bone who could be could be that's a little gross. bit of crunch to it that's gross man like these flaming hot cheetos yeah okay i can't even put it past my lips it's too hot oh this is this is probably why they don't encourage you to eat on interviews and stuff like that because it tends to derail you know i thought we were going to get into a, a conversation about magic visiting other planes and like planeswalkers and the token relationship and how that works out and you know no but I, guess I guess you're right um i guess apparently we're just going to talk about how i don't about, i can't handle you know, spicy food. you can't handle spicy food okay well, fine and fine, you've never had fine. any other food so you don't even have anything to compare it to like i can't even be like have you had you know a jalapeno pepper even you haven't when i was alive wait you we were alive. The, the all devils were used to be alive at some point. We went to hell for reasons of we weren't weren't good people, and now this is what it's like. Wait, so people turn into devils? No, or 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 angels or ghosts. Like when you die, you turn into something. I suppose you do. So if you're not a ghost and you're not an angel, you're a devil. I guess you're right. Or a zombie. That's when or you a zombie, come back. or maybe a nightmare. So There's would that make you a zombie now? If you came here to Earth or wherever it is you're from, would you then be technically a zombie, even though you're still a devil? Well, this is a this is a philosophical debate. We can like my body has long since decomposed. So just whatever it is that you're talking about, like think think on this. Let's talk about this. Just don't eat one of those Cheetos while you're doing it because it tends don't to derail your, tra your trail of thought. Not one no, of no, these. No, 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 don't. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, it, <laughs> Oh, the fire! The fire! My mouth is brimstone! It's You're... brimstone! No! Oh, no! I'm gonna send you a thing of cream. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you coffee creamers, and you can just do a shot of one of those every time. How about that? Ah, uh, 
I'd like to see you get it past the devil's mail service. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, uh, yeah, it's tough. Notoriously hard to get things through there, eh? They have three-headed sniffer dogs that smell anything that isn't bad. They smell anything that is cream. Oh, cream. They're not uh, letting cream in. Care packages. If there's any care involved, they'll sniff it out. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I guess I could poison them. I don't know. I don't know what to do here. I, I would like to help you out with the spicy food, but honestly, it isn't that spicy, and you seem to like it. I don't know. It's, it's strange. I guess that's anyone's eat, relationship with spicy food. You gotta eat. Let me let me ask you this. You gotta eat food. Let me ask you this. Okay. Real quick question here before we got because I gotta wrap this up. Okay. Uh, you're going to the bathroom there in in hell, I assume, right? <clears throat> yes. What's that like? Uh, all awful. You, all day you're eating flaming hot Cheetos and flat oh, it's, flat Dr Pepper. Explain. It's 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 terrible. So it's very. Don't get too blue about it, but just sort of you know, tell us in metaphors what it's like. Okay, well, I mean, we don't have enclosed spaces to use, so everybody's looking. So number one, terrible. Every, like, often, like, that's many people's actual nightmare. Yes, I mean, it's hell. What, yep. what can I say? No, for sure. Uh, and it's like, it's like, you based on my reactions, you can tell that these are very painful going in. <laughs> you can tell that I'm in lots of pain yes. while they go into my body. <laughs> yeah. Let's just say that that story has a similar ending. <laughs> okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I you just, thought correct. I, you I thought correctly. It's pretty simple. Hurts going in, hurts coming out. We only eat flaming Hot Cheetos and spicy, oh. spicy Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's a lot of spice, man. Yes. It's a lot of spice. Everyone's just constantly mm. doing the cinnamon challenge down there, I assume. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, 1-1 one, one Devil... Um, Honestly, I thought a devil would be more able to handle the spice, but um, I guess, you know, um, uh, I guess not. Uh, do you have anything to say before we uh, before we wrap it up here? Yes. Um, if you get a chance, subscribe or follow my Twitch channel, hmm. twitch.tv slash 11devil. Uh, I stream Mondays, Wednesdays, <laughs> and Fridays. What are you streaming right now? What's your, what's your game you're streaming? Um... Everyone dies alone. Oh, I don't. Okay, great, good game. What's that one where you're trying to be your camping man and you you're gonna die unless you can build a fire or get wood? Yeah. And don't. Don't go in alone. Don't. Don't die by yourself. Everyone dies alone. Don't starve. Don't starve. That's called don't starve. Yes, except I only starve. Except your version of the game is do starve. Yes, I only starve. <laughs> you, I, from, for, for eight hours on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I just load up the game and we watch the characters starve <laughs> over and over. Amazing, amazing. Thank you very much for being here, 1-1 one, one Devil. You're welcome. Tune into that Twitch stream. Sounds great. Um, yes. And enjoy some Cheetos. We're looking for that Cheeto sponsorship. Cool, man. Cool, Devil. Well, we got to say goodbye right now. So um, you, I got I to gotta say goodbye to you. Thanks for being here. Okay, bye. Bye. <clears throat> oh, Sean, great. You're back. Cool, cool, man. Um, Ooh, that's a, that's a record plank for me. Oh, that was a pretty long plank. Yeah, I gotta yeah. say. Yeah, was it like 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, it, um, it was a long one, yeah. 
Um, that's that's great because my previous record before this was about forty five seconds. <laughs> yeah, like certainly under a minute. Uh, yeah, yeah, certainly. All right. Well, um, let's uh, let's start talking about the, this week's deck tech. Ooh, I'd love to. All right, so today's uh, deck tech, Sean, lay it on us. We 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 had a discussion like what was it like a week, two weeks ago? Where we were don't talking... remember time. Time is hard right now. Time is tough, but we were <laughs> we were talking about these like new, um, the mutate Ikoria commanders. Yes, right. Uh, I'm intrigued by the mutate commanders. Um, we kind of, yeah, it's tough to like. It's tough. It's a parasitic mechanic, so it's hard to like. Just be like, put all the mutate cards in, and that's the deck because there aren't that many mutate cards, so you got to support them. Mm. However, so maybe we can go outside that a little bit. So uh, I took on Vadrock Apex of Hunger. Sorry, Apex of Thunder. Let me read you what Vadrock does. Vadrock is a Jeskai Commander, blue, red, white, legendary elemental dinosaur cat, three three flying first strike, uh, and mutates for one red, red. And then Azorius. So four mana to mutate, two red, one colorless, and one either white or blue. And whenever this creature mutates, you may cast target non-creature card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard without paying its mana cost. So you pay four and you get three back in the form of any spell that's not a creature from your graveyard. Uh, anything that's not a creature, that's great. So I thought... I, I only experienced this on Arena. I saw someone playing this with a Brawl deck. And it was pretty cool, I thought, because there's a lot of three-mana draw spells. And every time you mutate, it's like, well, I'll take another draw. I'll draw I'll draw some more cards every time I mutate. Now, I just want to say that rules-wise, if we get to cast a spell without paying its mana cost from the graveyard, for example, or anywhere if that rule applies, you are allowed to pay additional costs. I can't pay alternative costs, Mm -hmm. but I can pay additional costs, so I can get extra value out of these free spells. And the example I want to bring up is Collective Effort. Collective Effort is a three-mana sorcery, one white-white. It has Escalate, and you get to choose one or more, and for each one you choose beyond the first, you have to pay its additional Escalate cost. In this case, the Escalate is tap an untapped creature you control. So the three choices Collective Effort gives us is destroy a creature with power four or greater, destroy an enchantment, or put a plus one plus one on counter on each creature target player controls. So... You know, early on in the game, maybe I want to destroy a big creature. Cool, now it's in my graveyard. If I ever mutate Vadrock onto a non-human, I get to destroy another creature with power four or also tap the creature I'm mutating on. I won't get to attack this turn, but I can then also destroy an enchantment or I can pump my team up with little tokens or little creatures who aren't doing anything. It's a very flexible thing. So once we start opening it up, we start to burn around. I was chatting with the gang in the Discord and... There's a lot of, like, when you say non-creature spells, you think instants and sorceries. I would expect this commander to read instants and sorceries from your graveyard. But it's non-creatures. Right, yeah. So that opens up artifacts. And once you open up artifacts, we really ended up leaning into artifacts and going kind of Voltron-y. Mm. And I think, yeah, so I think it's not just a bunch of spells. It would be, I think the obvious brew is tons of spells that draw you cards, tons of removal, and then just some, you just keep mutating over and over and over. But I think 
when we get into some neat moves. You'll see what I mean. Working on a neat moves. So to start us off, the one an early neat move I want to address is so we're gonna go in Voltron with uh, Vadrak because I'll remind Volt Vadrak has flying and first strike. So whatever we mutate onto will also get flying and first strike, which makes it a pretty evasive, pretty effective combatant. So Voltron commanders, they die sometimes. People target them with removal. So that's why we got Curator's Ward. Two and a blue for an aura. Enchant a permanent, any permanent. Enchanted permanent has hexproof. And when enchanted permanent leaves the battlefield, if it was historic, draw two cards. So we are going to get to protect our commander with this. If we, if it's an artifact creature, we have the choice of putting Vedrock above or below it. But if it's a non-artifact creature, we don't have too many non-artifact creatures, I'll tell mm. you that. Then Vedrock has to go on top for this to protect it and draw cards. Because it won't be historic if we put it underneath. Then it just becomes a mutated regular creature. Wait, but artifacts are historic? Artifacts are. I'm just saying, if we do the one or two oh, non-artifact creatures. Sorry, yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and, th and that's a three CMC spell. So, if it somehow gets dealt with... We're going to draw cards. If, let's say, it's a board wipe, everything gets destroyed. We'll draw two cards. We'll be able to mutate Vadrock onto another creature and put this right back onto on the creature <laughs> as the effect. It's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, pretty nice to be able to just get this for free from your graveyard with uh, Vadrock. <clears throat> sure. Uh, and there's another interesting way. I don't know if we can utilize it the best in this deck, but there's another neat way to protect Vadrock. W why don't you take this one? I thought this was a very neat move. Okay. Myth Realized is the single white mana for an enchantment that says whenever you cast a non-creature spell, put a lore counter on Myth Realized, and then you can pay two and a white <clears throat> uh, to put a lore counter on Myth Realized, and then you can pay a single white, again, until end of turn, Myth Realized becomes a monk avatar creature in addition to its other types and gains. This creature's power and toughness are each equal to the number of lore counters on it. So I'm guessing is what it happens here is that you turn Myth Realized into a, a monk avatar creature. Yep. And its power toughness is equal to the number of lore counters on it. Yep. Uh, you uh, mutate Vadrock on under it. Yes. Right? So, um, because you're probably going to have a ton of counters on it, especially later in the game. Um, so you've got a couple counters on this thing already. So maybe it's like even just like a 4-4 four, four, or even a 5-5. Five, five. Putting Vadrak under it doesn't lose you any power or anything. So you put it under it that way, and then you can attack and do all your stuff with it. But it it then turns back into an just an enchantment. Yes. Uh, so that's kind of this neat kind of like evasive protection where like, you know, sorcery speed removal can't get rid of it. And it dodges board wipes that way, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty it's cool. It's an interesting way to... So if in a world where you need to defend, obviously this isn't that great. Like, you have to keep waking it up to defend. Mm -hmm. uh, if you don't have vigilance and you attack with it, then it is tapped so that when you keep reanimating it, it reanimates tapped. Oh. I use reanimate to mean turn into a creature. Uh, so mutate, So, mutate. like... <laughs> I mean, wake it up. Like, oh, you mean activate like, the oh, so turn yeah. it from an enchantment back so to a creature. Just animate it, then I guess it would be just animate it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's a neat way to hide Vadrock if you really need to. Love it. I think it's. I think that's very creative. Very cool. 
So let me go into the core neat move, and we've got a few redundant ways to do this. So to start us off, imagine we cast an artifact creature with an ETB ability that's, that, that is a little bit relevant. How about Iron Bully? Three generic for a golem artifact creature. It has menace, and it's a 1-1, one, one, and when it enters, you get to put a plus one plus one counter on any target creature. So maybe you put it on Iron Bully, so now Iron Billy has a plus one plus one counter. Then we mutate onto it, maybe in the following turn, and we'll recast from the graveyard something like Into the Royal. One and a blue, it's got kicker for one and a blue, so we are allowed to pay that extra one and a blue, mm. and we can return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. If the spell was kicked, draw a card. So we can return our freshly mutated commander and Iron Bully back to our hand. Both things will come back to our hand because it's treated as one creature. We will have also drawn a card from it and into the row we'll go back into the graveyard. So on a future turn we can replay Iron Bully, put the plus one plus one counter somewhere else, <clears throat> mutate onto it, and into the royal it back into our hand again and again and again. And this works with different creatures with different ETB abilities that we want to mutate onto. I love it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so take this next little group of pals here. Uh, yeah, we got Foundry Inspector, the three-mana artifact construct creature. It's a 3-2. Artifact spells you cast cost one uh, generic less to cast. And then we have Ethereum Sculptor, which is one in a blue for a 1-2 artifact creature, Vidalcan Artifice, Artificer. Artifact spells you cast cost one less to cast as well. So they're both same effect. Um, yeah, they both will make your artifact spells cost one generic less each. And so if we're able to, like, get like a couple of these going we were able to cast artifact creatures for almost free yeah. so then then we can easily keep this kind of loop going uh for those effects we've got little artifact creatures that draw us cards search for lands and put them into our hand um all kinds of stuff so i think it's a pretty neat initial loop but we've also got a pseudo lieutenant in the deck and that's tishar ancestor's mm. apostle three and a white for a legendary bird cleric this is one of our few non-artifact creatures uh but so if we were to protect it with a curator's ward well but this is also historic so it doesn't matter yeah it's legendary, legendary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right right, right. <laughs> uh it's a two two with flying and whenever you cast a historic spell any artifact uh and we're looping them whenever we mutate with vadrak that counts as casting you may return target creature with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard to the battlefield that's half of our artifact creatures so if they if something else happens to them we'll, we'll just bring them back this way as we keep these loops going uh becomes very resilient wow. um so you know, and then so imagine we cast a Tishar and then we mutate our commander and we get to put back, let's say, Emery Lurker of the Lock, who ended up in the graveyard. Two and a blue for another legendary Merfolk Wizard, one, two. Costs one less for each artifact you control. So another already sort of too. also historic. And when Emery enters, you put the top four cards of your own library into the graveyard, which is great for Vadrock, because it's more targets to hit for mutate. But also, we can tap, choose target artifact card in your graveyard. You may cast it this turn. I'm talking your, like, your little Wayfarer's Baubles, the little, little, little cantripy artifacts that fix our lands, that draw us cards. We can get those with Emery if Tishar can't get them that way. Mm, cool. Yeah. So, so, so we've got our setup going, right? We've, we've, we've done the loop a few times. We've got some stuff going. So then we got another little, the strategy shifts a little bit. Right. Uh... 
now we want to m maybe mutate onto something else because uh, we've been, you know, been able to bounce our commander back maybe and uh, and take advantage of of the uh, the cheap artifact casting things. We can get something like Darksteel Juggernaut out there. Uh, five mana, five generic for an artifact creature, Juggernaut. It's indestructible, uh, and its power and toughness are each equal to the number of artifacts you control, and it attacks each turn if able, each combat if able. Uh, this thing can get real big real fast, and having indestructible is a nice, uh, nice thing to throw up there. Um, not to mention if you mix that up with something like Team or Battle Rage. <laughs> one in a red for the instant target creature gains double strike until in the turn and has ferocious if uh, if you control the creature with power four or greater the creature that you target will also get trample uh which seems quite nice um so if if we've been going a bit we probably have half a dozen to a dozen artifacts on the tape on the field we want 11 uh because if we have 11 on the field we can mutate yeah. vadrock onto darksteel juggernaut and for our free three CMC spell, I'll take team or battle rage. And it's a pseudo form of haste because, you know, if Darksteel Juggernaut doesn't have summoning sickness, then Vadrak can just scoop in, give it flying and first strike and now double strike because of team or battle rage. And uh, I can we can 21 someone if they got no and flying trample. defense. Trample might and even, trample. Trample might. I mean, obviously, double strike is very is important, but trample is pretty important there, too. Right. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, right. If if they have, yeah, we could do a ton of damage. That way, that you way. can take them out, even if there, even if there are sometimes even several blockers. Uh, interesting. Um, what about uh, what about this next guy? Ooh, you mean Quende, Pride <laughs> of Femareth? Yeah. Three and a white for a legendary human knight with double strike. He's a two-two, and creatures you control with first strike, aka anything Vadrock mutates onto, has double strike. So. With Quende on the battlefield, anything we do, like, we don't need Team or Battle Rage to get the double strike. We do need help for Trample in other ways. Maybe Iron Bully with Menace, uh, like Iron Bully had Menace. And if you give uh, the plus one plus encounter to itself, it's one, like, plus one plus encounters sit above the creature's mm -hmm. power. So, like, they always will get added no matter whether you mutate above or below. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty useful card to have in here. Pretty, pretty incredible, yeah. Iron Bully coming back again, being a pretty resilient and uh, pretty interesting threat, uh, oddly enough. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, the inclusion of something, a card like Boros Charm in this deck. Uh, <clears throat> red and white for an instant. Choose one. Boros Charm deals four damage to target player. Uh, permanence you control gain indestructible until end of turn, and uh, target creature gains double strike until end of turn. So you pick any of those. <clears throat> Uh, probably double strike. Yeah, specifically we're looking at double strike here again. And then mutating on to uh, something with a lot of power like Akiri Lineslinger, the red-white uh, legendary core ally uh, for strike and vigilance, but ho hopefully we'll be able to get our double strike this way. Although this, oddly enough, also works with Quende really well, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, she gets plus one, plus oh for each artifact you control. Um and I guess and partner is not relevant here, but uh, but yeah, so it's very easy, much like the um, the juggernaut, to be able to get her power up to that eleven you're looking for, and then just double right. strike in for the for the huge win. Well, and see for Akiri, we would mutate above Akiri because then Vadrak would have the ability flying first, That's right? Right. Yeah. And and then Vedrak would have the ability gets plus one plus zero oh for each artifact you control and also partner uh, for what it's worth. Yeah, and uh, it's better to put him on top because his power is three. Yes. 
Plus one for each artifact. So plus one instead of the zero that Akiri has. Yeah, yeah. And Akiri is not a human. Akiri is a core. Akiri so is like, a core soldier ally. That is correct. Fi- philosophically, like they're like if a if a Coria existed on Zendikar, then surely you wouldn't be able to mutate onto core creatures because they're like an analog to humans in a way. Uh, it's yeah. just flavor, but like magic don't care, right? Ikorian cards don't care that it's like basically a human, but from somewhere else. Well, yeah, I mean, soldier tokens also. Like, sure, they get that, sure, sure, they get sure. that treatment, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, similarly, Shambling Suit, same deal. Shambling Suit is a three mana artifact creature construct with star three <clears throat> uh, stats. And the power is equal to the number of artifacts and or enchantments you control. So we also get a little enchantment boost. But again, we're looking to get the front side super huge, mutate uh, Vadruk onto them with some sort of double strike spell or just naturally. Um Ooh, I updated this in the notes. Uh, the, and this is, yeah, and then, or, or just Chasm Skulker. Chasm Skulker is two and a blue for a squid horror. Starts as a one one, but whenever you draw a card, you put a plus one plus one counter on it. So imagine when we mutate onto Chasm Skulker, if it's already got plus one plus one counters, I mean, we'll probably also cast something like Thirst for Knowledge with our mutate trigger, draw three cards, then discard two cards unless you discard an artifact card. Very easy to discard an artifact card. Sometimes we like having artifacts in the graveyard for Tashar, for Emery. Um, but we're going to draw three more cards, which means three more counters go on the Chasm Skulker Vadrock Mutate stack. So that's another way Vadrock can get to 11 power, throw on some double strike, and just one-shot somebody. <laughs> yeah. This is... It's the, like... Voltron decks, to me, generally seem like a little boring, kind of, because of just, like, the repetitive play. But this one, it seems like there's a lot of choices. There's a lot of... Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of ins and outs, which, you yeah, I, I find interesting and more fun. Well, uh, and you know what I love about it in the brief little bit of testing I was able to do is I know that, like... I mean, I just have fun playing magic as long as I'm doing stuff mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, yes, totally. This deck does a lot of stuff yep. on the way to its game plan. And if you don't win, like, like we've got a lot of little cheap cantropy artifacts that we can recur. And, like, you know, there's a fair bit of wheel spinning while we set up. But at least we're drawing cards. We're mo- making choices, doing through things. It's, 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 it's more fun than just, like, cultivate, go, ramp, go. <laughs> Like like ramp, ramp go big card <laughs> like 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 we're doing stuff we're always hey, we're in action if we're not spinning our wheels in commander we're not playing commander <laughs> basically basically <laughs> uh, uh, this next one is also uh, this I guess last one is a really good one too this is uh, uh, just an, an, a other super fun mutate target uh, is what you've listed it as and I agree yes um, Megatog four red red for the creature it's an Atog. Uh, it's a three, four and you can sack an artifact and Megatog gets plus three, plus three and gains trample until end of turn. So this one will turn your artifacts instead of like all the other ones we've just been reading into like plus one plus O's or plus one plus ones. This, this one eats them and gets massive and gives them trample, which is, this is like, yeah, I'll take it. This is exactly what we want with the Vadrock. Right. So you, so you mutate Vadrock on top of Megatog. It doesn't matter if yeah, Vadrock, so... It doesn't matter where doesn't you matter. go. I mean, technically, Vedrock is smaller than Megatug by one toughness. Yeah, so, maybe, so you would put it, it under. 
unless you care about being historic for some reason if you already uh, yeah, have right. a curator's yeah, might, board or something yep, might, but that's the that. only time mm -hmm. so now it's already got flying in first strike and we're just and and pseudo haste because that's how mutate works you can the creature has been around so then i'm just like who's open oh time to mutate onto megatog i'll cast a boros charm from my graveyard for double strike and I've got 13 artifacts. Uh, of course, I'm putting the three, the eligible artifact lands into the deck that are just like bonus artifacts. So, yeah, I could easily one-shot someone if they're not prepared for it. Okay, look at the art for Megatog. And if you're yeah. if you're listening audio-wise, bring up the art for Megatog. Uh, um, and look at this. Look at this. Does does this not look? And I'm going to zoom in as best I can here for the YouTube viewers. Doesn't it look like that that little goblin guy is just cut and pasted there? Like <laughs> he looks like. Oh my the, goodness! They were like, we gotta have the 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 megatog like attacking something. You know what? Just cut and paste that little goblin. Just put him. <laughs> just throw him in goblins there. Goblins for scale. Uh, scale goblin there. Yeah, he's in some trouble. That that little guy. Um. Yeah, he's on a different detail level than everything else. It's what it looks like, right? It looks more like it when it's zoomed out, oddly enough. Anyways. Uh, Megatog, very fun card, uh, effective card though. Also, uh, really good. Yeah. Um, this what a fun is, deck. this is fun. This is really cool. I like that. It's, it's not the normal artifact synergy. And like when you told me when you were like Vadrock, uh, artifacts, I thought this is not what I thought it was going to be. Mm. I thought it was when you said like Voltron artifacts, I'm like, Oh, like equipment. Right. Right. And like, no. uh, and these are equipment colors. You got Boros colors in here. That's, you know. Um, but yeah, this is a different, I like this. I like this different style. This seems really, this seems really interesting. Yeah. I think because we're able to mutate onto different creatures, those creatures are our Voltrons. Mm -hmm. The trouble with a Voltron deck is you put all your eggs in one basket, but I mean, we've got a whole bunch of baskets that are possible Voltrons and we'll just decide which one's good for now. But if anything happens, like, cool, I got more baskets. Yeah. I guess I have more eggs. I don't know. I mean, still put yeah. it in one basket well, with that yeah, metaphor. No, no, in this case, I think you're right about the baskets. You've got numerous <laughs> baskets here. And I'm putting my Vadrock eggs in one basket. Yeah. The, which is many baskets. But yes, yes, agreed. <laughs> uh, this is cool. Okay, so we've uh, we've done that. Uh, what about surprises, discoveries, anything like that? So this is uh, this is a very fun card that I think is uh, like a board. Like it's it's in the Tutor family. Tutor Tutor yeah. family. Yeah. Um, this is Wild Research. I was looking for interesting three CMC non creature spells. We used to talk this about is... this card a lot more uh, at the beginning when we first started the show. I remember. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So two and a red enchantment. It's got two abilities: one for one and a white, one for one and a blue. Um, the one and a white is search your library for an enchantment, reveal it. Put it in your hand, then discard a card at random. Well, Vandrak doesn't mind if the thing you searched for gets discarded because I'll mutate. I'm going to search for a 3 CMC and I'll try to mutate and I'll just get it from the graveyard if that's how it works. If something else goes to the graveyard, maybe I can get that or I'll just cast it from my hand. The one in a blue is the same thing but for an instant. Again, I can get my team or battle rage that way, but if I have to discard it, I don't mind because I'll just mutate Vadrock and get it from the graveyard either. Really slick. Yeah. Very, very good use of it. And this. if if this thing dies, I can mutate and put this thing back. Yeah, wow. Really cool. Yeah. I love that. I love that synergy. That's really great. Oh, it's fun. It was fun brewing this deck. It was fun putting together. I want to shout out uh 
the, some of the usual gang. Uh, of, I want to thank Chiefy, Papadio, Jamon, Oslo, Wellington the Third, Will Smitty, Neo Maxis, Lolwut, Madisman, Dinesh. I hope I haven't left anyone out, but those are the main helpers as I kind of put this thing together. Awesome. Good crew. Great well, crew. Well, we talked about the crew. Time for the budget report. This is where we take all of the cards and throw them straight into the garbage. But yeah. the ones that are under three come back to us. They're coming back out. Uh, um, this is so, a cheap yeah, one. It's pretty cheap. You can find the deck list uh, in the show notes. There are TCG player link. If you click through there, we do get a slice. Please do that. Um, the TCG low, 40 bucks. Incredible. TCG market, 68 bucks incredible $68 we can get it even cheaper yeah. yeah of course you can because look at this the most expensive card Akiri Line Slinger is up to 11 bucks that is shocking yeah that is shocking yeah I did not expect I mean, that it, it seems weird because like different places have a lot of varying prices so maybe you can find this one for cheaper I hope so but I mean a lot of a lot of you know a lot of cards are going up in prices people getting some stimulus checks and spending money on magic cards <laughs> and like a lot of cards are spiking right now so it wouldn't oh, surprise man. me so weird um number two uh, most expensive card was solemn simulacrum uh, I mean, just a great, whatever. We, what is there else to be said about Solemn Simulacrum and Commander and decks that care about artifacts that want to ramp under three colors? Bam. Solemn Simulacrum is four bucks. Yeah. Uh, staple. And then Boros Charm is like three and a half bucks. So, or, you know, depending on where you go. So, like, that's a, that's a few bucks, too. Yep. I do like Boros Charm. That mm-hmm. feels like a fair price for it. Yeah, that's, um, not, that's not out of the... That's not out of the realm of uh, possibilities for, for picking up for a deck. I, it does a lot, you know, like it protects your board and can like finish the game, help finish the game, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's a key part of the strategy. So I yeah. say we got to keep it. All right. Well, what about the favorite cards? I'll tell you mine. Okay. I really love a Metalwork Colossus. Uh, the 11 mana 10-10 creature, artifact creature construct. It costs X less to cast, where X is the total converted mana cost of non-creature artifacts you control. So I would assume that there are enough non-creature artifacts in here that that's yeah. that's going to be a thing that doesn't bother yeah, us Yeah, plenty too much. of little mana rocks, sure. lockets, things like that. I almost like feel that. like even in a, like a normal deck could probably run Metalwork Colossus at a pretty reasonable... Like, you don't yeah. have to be a dedicated artifact deck, right? Like, yeah. if you're running the, like, 8 to 10 ramp spells and if you just made the most like most if not all of them uh rocks then you're probably going to be able to cast metal or colossus for you know between <laughs> two and six mana which i think is pretty reasonable for a 10 10 yeah anyways it also has sacrifice two artifacts return metal or colossus from your graveyard to your hand so a little bit of, of recursion help there love this card mm-hmm. man and like i said it, it's it's surprisingly viable in decks that are not super hard uh dedicated artifact decks and this yeah, one this is deck, so great this deck doesn't mind discard or sacrificing artifacts we've yep. got plenty um i'm gonna i'm gonna give one final shout out a last minute under the buzzer suggestion from dylan p new to our discord wow. uh just before i put the show notes together he suggested a card that i was like how did i not think of this card this is key to the city you love one this of my card. favorite cards yeah. i love this card look at how it fits well in this deck it's a two minute artifact so already it's got all those synergies we can get it back from the graveyard emery loves it it's an artifact it counts for akiri and all those things it's got an ability tap discard a card 
up to one target creature can't be blocked this turn. And whenever it becomes untapped, you can pay two, and if you do, draw a card. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tap Key to the City to make Akiri Line Slinger unblockable. I'm going to discard Boros Charm. <laughs> then I'm going to mutate onto Akiri, who is currently unblockable, and cast that Boros Charm for free from the graveyard, giving a double strike. Boom, you're dead. Unreal. Yeah, Unreal, right? Yeah. Yeah, this Thanks, is, uh, Dylan P. This is your card. This is this is you love yeah. this card, and uh, I can't I believe I, for, I missed it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, anything that turns the discard into a pro instead of a con, count me in. Yeah, I love it. Count me in. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, this is some nice synergy here, man. This is what I love to see. I, I, I'm I like this deck a ton. I, I think it's great. Me too. Jeskai artifact decks. Not eh, feels like there's not a ton of those floating around. Even though like it makes perfect sense, right? Like. Yeah, all the colors like, like they all make sense for artifacts, but yeah, th th this might be the bet. Like, there's no commander in the Jeskai colors that says use artifacts, please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But since this one just says non creature, thank you, wizards, wizards, thanks wizards for thinks. not saying instant or sorcery from your graveyard, which they could have easily done. They could have, yep. Just gonna do a quick. Oh, that's not it. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, um. Yeah, perfect. Well, that's the deck. That's everything. Um, that's this week's show. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, again, if you haven't uh, already, uh, check out YouTube, or if you're currently on YouTube, um, consider hitting uh, hitting us up with a subscribe. Again, trying to get that 10K, hit that little milestone. It'd be great for us. Um, we re really appreciate it. Otherwise, you know, Patreon's there. Check it out. Uh, also, check out our sponsors. If you're in Canada, wizardtower.com. Uh, use that coupon code Brew Icoria. Uh, that's the new one. You can uh, uh, get a slice off of your uh, single orders again in Canada. And um, otherwise, uh, outside of Canada, check out TCG Player and uh, follow our link. That's in our show notes below, here, right here on YouTube. Or if you're listening to the audio show, it will be in the show notes uh, of your of your favorite audio, you know, your podcast player, or whatever. Follow that link. Pick up any cards you want. We'll get a little slice of it. Great, great. It's easy. Helps us out. Uh, thanks again, uh, everyone for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you love what we're doing, consider supporting the show by going to patreon.com slash commandersbrew. And if you want to get any of the cards from our deck list, go to our TCG player affiliate link below. That helps us out too. And for a free way to help us out, consider sharing the show with some friends, like, and subscribe, add a comment or two. See you later. Bye.